Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Thursday, August 8. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Dolivera. And I'm Chief at the Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, we call in your name. We thank you, Lord, that before we speak, you've spoken to us, that you call us to this space. And as we reflect on your word, as we look at your word, and inspired by the hand of Paul to write, and to this day has an impact on our lives, may we see it clearly what it means for us today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm reading today from the New International Version, the NIV, Colossians chapter 1, verse 24, through to Colossians chapter 2, verse 3, subheading Paul's labor for the church. Now I rejoice in what I am suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. I have become its servant by the commission God gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those at Laodicea, and for all who, I have, who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. All right, that's great. Here's our question for today then. Think about your own church. Uh, What gospel is it sharing? What responsibility lies with you to shape it? Mm, do you mean our local church or our denomination? Oh, well, I mean, whichever one you, well, it depends. If you feel like you're responsible for shaping the entire denomination or whether you're responsible for shaping just your local congregation or or your local small group or whatever's taking place inside I think inside that there. if you're responsible for both, I mean, if you identify publicly as something, if this mm-hmm. is what people know you to be, mm-hmm. Then you have a you're part of shaping the definition of what that thing is. I think so too. You know, um, if I'm American, I have a responsibility to shape yeah. what it means to be American. That's not yeah. just a thing that's imposed on me. It's something I collectively build. And I think the same thing is true for a religion, a local church of kind of what's your. I hate to use the word brand because it sounds so consumeristic. Well, I, I think, but I mean, it's kind of a useful word. I think there's there is a, a tension of apathy that exists uh-huh. with anything that we are part of, and and so some things we are really proud to speak of, and some we're not, and some we're willing to invest to change, and some we're not. Yeah. And so so the question really comes back here. It's like Paul saying, "Look, I work, and I I like how this the NIV says he contends." And he's contending, and it's like it's multiple times it's appearing inside here. He's contending for you. I'm working day and night, and I, I have nothing else to do in prison, but I'm praying for you, thinking about you, and writing this letter to encourage mm-hmm. you, right? So he says this is his call, his responsibility. Uh, this is what he needs to do. And do we feel that way? So, so I, I was talking to someone just the other day who was complaining about something in church. 
And I said to them, well, do something. You know, give your time and do something. I mean, it's easy to to tear something down. Yeah. But to actually invest and to to put the time into it, that's that's remarkable. I love I love the people who give their time. And you know, if it doesn't work out, they're giving of their time. That's just valuable. And so I said to this person, you know, just do it. And they did not bite that. They were just <laughs> well, I think no, they, I think I like, they enjoyed, I don't you know. Do anything. I don't want to complain. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think Years ago when I was younger, I was way more embarrassed to admit to being Christian or Adventist in particular because mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, the people then um, are going to perceive me according to whatever yeah. ideas they have. And now I think, no, um, what I have is the opportunity to overturn whatever idea. If they have some negative idea about what Adventists are, I can change that to some yeah. extent because it's hard. It complicates things for people. If they think, ooh, Adventists or Christians are like this, but then, mm-hmm. hey, wait, you're not like this. They have to kind of rethink that proposition. So I was a, I was in grad school. Um, I was in class last semester, I think. Mm-hmm. And my professor kind of outed me as a religious person because, you know, I don't bring up religion in the classroom mm-hmm. unless it happened to be relevant. But she said something like, yeah, Becky, you're probably um, like a bad example in your religion too. <laughs> and I nice. was like, okay, nice. okay. <laughs> Pro- probably. I mean, uh-huh. why wouldn't I be nice? Uh-huh. Um, and she meant that as a compliment. Uh-huh. Let's just be clear, because she is thought of as a bad example in her religious tradition for things that she considers to be positive traits, yeah. and they are positive yeah. traits, but they're not, you know. But one of my friends came up afterward, and he said, what did she mean by that? <laughs> I was like, well, I think she's talking about my you know, religion, and I explained what it was and everything. And, yeah. and I thought, you know, it doesn't bother me so much anymore. Like, I'm not necessarily just going to run around telling everybody what my religious affiliation is. But if it comes up, yeah, yeah. Well, I could get that. There is a T-shirt that has, like, the chart from Daniel and Revelation. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Or there's an I Heart Haystacks yeah. T-shirt. That would cause people I, to ask me a lot of questions, I'm sure. Oh, no, it does. I was just, uh, the other week I was talking to someone about this, and they said to me that um, they listen to this radio station down in Denver on, on a regular basis, and it's a Christian radio station. And they said the station really does not like Seventh-day Adventists. Oh, do they talk about us? And they apparently, so I'm kind of intrigued. I, wow. I kind of want to listen to the station and call them in. But um, but they apparently, they. so what happened was any moment they have an opportunity to say something negative about Seventh-day Adventists, they, the host will just jump into it. So some there was this moment where the people can call in and a person calls in and said, look, you know, uh, my boyfriend or girlfriend, I can't remember which one it was, uh, they're Seventh-day Adventists, you know, I'm a believer in Jesus, and and w- what do I do? And the person just said, like, break it off, take it, stay away, you know. You know this, That's so I mean, just like, it was like, I was. Ju- I just really, read something, I wish I could remember I like, the exact <laughs> quote. It had to do with like, that your wow. job is not to bash other no. other believers. No, it's and actually I, the way You know, Paul. I see our denomination do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've heard people within hours make comments about people I, it's, of it's, other it's not faiths the way and what they do. The and I, I think, no, that it's not, that's not your job yeah. to say what other people are doing wrong in your opinion. Yeah. Or, I mean, you could even be completely, like you could have hard evidence or whatever, but I don't think it's your responsibility to go around and do that, especially not on the radio. Well, but, I, yeah. I, I think that if you're, if you're, if you But they probably have an experience that's led them to oh, feel Oh man, they must have scared had something, or, you know. Which is fair enough. Yeah, they must have had some kind of like weird experience. It's like, you know, when, candidly, when I have people knock at my door 
and they want to be able to give me a Bible study and that's that's the first thing I'm going to discuss with them uh, and say to them, hey, listen, we can do this. We can make an appointment uh, and we can well, have this what conversation. What I found but hilarious was when we used to, we used to live in Berrien Springs, Michigan, yeah. which is like the mecca for Adventism. And I would get people who, Adventists, who came and knocked on my door and they would say, are you familiar with the concept of the Sabbath? And I'm like... I'm in Berrien Springs. What do you like? I work at Andrews. What are you talking about? There's a pretty good chance if you're knocking on doors in Berrien Springs true, that we true. already we know. Like yeah, we're, I know. We're members of the nice club already. I know. Nice it's like, well, thank you for thinking of me. So I I think that uh, Paul takes tremendous responsibility for shaping the church, and I think that he is encouraging us to do the same as well. That the responsibility lies with us to shape it, and, and what is the gospel that is being shared. Um, I think that's important for people to wrestle through and to make sure that when a when a person comes, uh, a new person comes to church, it's it's we should think about what that experience is like for them, um, and I think that's impossible. I think that's if you do that, you it will change the way that you behave, the way that you actually uh, interact with people. But let me read the question one more time. Think about your own church. What gospel is it sharing, and what responsibility lies with you to shape it? Uh, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.